ladies and gentlemen, we're just moments away. That's the biggest night in the history of this great organization. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Hey, yo. Smart marks. What's a smart mark? A mark with a high IQ. Back in town, and we ain't in town to mess around. To be the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, woo, right here, I'm the man. That's hard time. Yeah. And what they're gonna do when Hulkamania in the largest part of the world runs wild on you? Rest in peace. You just made the list! It's heating up here! There's a slop drop! I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. If you're the man, what the rock is cooking! Two, a slot drop. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Slop Drop. This is Nathan Rogers at Woo Pig Sumo on Twitter, and this episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to rock this one solo. I've only done this one other time before, but I promise to keep it short and sweet. What do you say we talk about a little? R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. Uh, start off with a few headlines. Sankara has requested his WWE release, while Randy Orton has signed a new long-term deal with WWE. What does this mean for Revival? I don't know. Uh, I have a feeling we'll see them in AEW. Tom Waller has left... MLW, Jacob Fatu has signed a long-term deal with MLW. Marty Skrull's contract is up with ROH. It's going to be ending soon. I have a feeling we'll see him in AEW as well. ROH, of course, back on TV in most areas, the regional Fox Sports channels. Attendance not been so good for ROH. Is that a sinking ship? I don't know, but uh, still a good program to watch. CM Punk, now a contributor to WWE backstage on FS1. It's as simple as this. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the culture. Hired by Fox with the blessing of the WWE, I have a feeling this opens the door for him to return to the WWE someday. If you say uh, otherwise, I think you're kidding yourself. Yes, he was hired by Fox, but it's also a way for him to... Uh, Step his foot into the water and, and test the temperature of the waters there with WWE. Speaking of WWE, SmackDown, Raw, both recently taped over in the UK. Typically, the UK crowd is hot, but rumor is WWE popped in some reactions and edited out some of the boo birds from the fans. Survivor Series coming up, War Games coming up, you know, just a, a week and a half from now, and I'm just not too thrilled about it yet they still have you know a week to to sell it to us but uh it's just not that great smackdown the you know 
King Corbin comes out and tells Roman Reigns he has marble-sized testicles. But I think the big dog's testicles have shriveled up into itsy, bitsy, tiny, tiny little marbles. New Day become the SmackDown Tag Team Champions again. On Raw, we have uh, the only thing that stands out is uh, Lena says she's nine weeks pregnant by Rusev because she was with Lashley seven weeks ago and she's nine weeks pregnant. And, you know, do the math. It's got to be Rusev's, right? I don't know. The crowd wasn't into that. I'm not into that. Apparently, Rusev is backing it. I think it's a mistake. I think uh, he's better than that. I think, I think Lashley's better than that, too. Lashley should be in the title picture. I think he's severely underrated in the WWE. He's a legit athlete. Got the look. He's he's decent in the ring. Uh, put him in the title picture. Put Rusev in the title picture. Again, those guys are great, and I just I just think this whole angle is trash. Uh, NXT, Leo Rush retains the Cruiserweight title over Angel Garza. Garza's foot on the ropes as he was pinned, so that's to be continued. No complaints there because they tore the house down. Zaya Lee pins Aaliyah after a roundhouse kick. Busted her nose all up legit. Keith Lee pins Roderick Strong with a supernova. Isaiah Swerve Scott defeated Bronson Reed. Io Shirai defeated Mia Yim in a ladder match. Just really good stuff. Uh, NXT again, especially the actual wrestling. Blue Smackdown and Raw out of the water. Really disappointed lately in how the, uh, the brand split has gone. I'm hoping after Survivor Series it'll be more distinct more separated less crossover and uh, we can actually see some build up to some stuff and i'm hoping it'll actually be better speaking of better nwa power still digging it good stuff uh, david marquez opens up with a rock and roll express ricky morton says he's ready to see kingston and homicide get their shot at the tag team titles they then uh, they being homicide and kingston outlaw ink come out Kingston says he's with the stamp of approval of Rock and Roll Express, there's no way they're going to lose. Uh, Trevor Murdoch pins Caleb Conley after hitting a bulldog. Jim Cornette does a really good job of Murdoch's backstory here, talking about how he's trained by Harley Race, how he pays homage to Dick Murdoch by using the name. Uh, Cornette then says Camille would be out later tonight in an interview and speaking for the first time on Power. Aaron Stevenson comes out and uh, said he wasn't going to talk about what happened last week. Again, uh, doesn't care about the the no eye contact rule right now because he's done with wrestling and done with the NWA. He's going to accept a new movie role in Shoguns of Malibu, and he's going to be leaving forever. Science! Aaron Stevens, I've really enjoyed his stuff lately. I don't believe he's going to be retiring. I don't know if maybe he's taking a leave of absence for real or not. If he's gone, I think we should retire those flesh-colored trunks he wore a few weeks ago maybe hang them in the rafters there at the, the georgia studios uh, as uh, some memorabilia marty bell and uh, thunder rosa defeat crystal rose and brooklyn reed after rosa hit a running drop kick and a double double stomp on creed after the match thunder rosa cuts a promo while bell translated saying that allison k has no idea what's coming for her they show a vignette of the question mark and he's going to be debuting a little bit later James Storm's upset about losing the national title, but said he has bigger fish to fry than Colt Cabana, and now he's going after Nick Aldis in the NWA world title. Cabana comes out, talks about how he's happy to be the NWA national champ once again. 
While he's talking, Ricky Starks come out, kind of walks around him, circles him, and says uh, he's sold on gold, which indicates there's going to be a feud starting up between those two. Question mark debuts. He depends Dan Parker after hitting a middle rope missile drop kick and then a big uppercut. The question mark. Who is the question mark? I have a feeling it's Josephus. Uh, video hopping Thunder Rosa's MMA debut from last week. Uh, there'll be a story of that fight coming soon. Thunder Rosa actually lost that fight by decision, but she did last all three rounds. Showed a lot of heart. Kudos to her. Eli Drake comes out, talks about Camille uh, and Aldis. The wild cards come out and tell Drake to keep his mouth shut. Mr. Anderson then comes out and says if Drake was looking for someone with a big mouth, that Anderson was his man. They recap a segment with Tim Storm and Nick Aldis talking last week. Nick Aldis comes out and says James Storm thinks the NWA is against him and the wrestling business doesn't owe James Storm anything and he has to earn it in the ring. Aldis says that he's earned everything he has and is the reason the NWA is where it is today. And he's going to be sitting ringside for the tag match in case of interference uh, for anyone during the uh, tag team title match. Wildcards defeat Outlaw Inc. to retain their titles. Camille comes out and argues with Aldis, which brings out James Storm to argue with both of them. Then Eli Drake, Colt Cabana, the Dawsons, and everyone else seems to come out at ringside officials, uh, break them all apart, and the show ends. Um, it seems to me, I just felt like this ending, there was just too much crammed at once. Uh, other than that, decent show again. Um, we finally got to see the question mark. And again, I have a feeling uh, that's Joe Cephas. Who knows? I don't know where they're going to take that. We'll see. Don't know if Aaron Stevens is really gone for good. I doubt it. But again, NWA, good stuff. We had four matches in less than an hour. I like the pace of the show. Really good stuff. Looking forward to more of NWA. AEW Full Gear was the other night. Dr. Britt Baker defeated B. Priestley by submission with the lockjaw. During that match, uh, Baker gave Priestley a Canadian destroyer. Only gets a two count. Of course, her boyfriend is Adam Cole, baby, of NXT, who also uses that move. After that match, Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong come out. Take a piece of... Priestley's hair with a knife, which I thought was odd. I haven't seen a knife in wrestling since Take Abbott back in WCW. We don't want to go there. Proud and Powerful beat the Young Bucks with a street sweeper uh, after Sammy Guevara helps beat down the Bucks. Rock and Roll Express come out, makes the save. 63-year-old Ricky Morton hit a Canadian Destroyer in a dive to the outside. Hangman Daniel Page defeated Pac. Sean Spears defeated Joey Janelle with a Death Valley Driver. We see a backstage segment with Kip Sabian and introduce his real-life girlfriend, Penelope Ford, as his manager. She's also Janela's ex-girlfriend. Not a fan of some of Penelope Ford's stuff that she does on the indie scene. I seriously don't think we will see that in AEW. Again, let's, let's hope that uh, they do something decent with this and nothing uh, too soap opera-ish or stupid. SCU retains the AEW tag titles against the Lucha Brothers and Private Party in a triple threat match. After the match, the Lucha Brothers attack SCU. Lights go out and a second Pentagon attacks the original Pentagon and reveals himself to be Christopher Daniels. Riho over Emi Sakura. Uh, Chris Jericho defeats Cody Rhodes to retain the AEW title. 
course, the judges they had in this match, in case it went to a time limit draw, was the great Muda, Dean Malenko, and Arn Anderson. Uh, didn't go to a draw. Ended up, uh, well, first of all, Cody drives to the, uh, Cody dove to the outside and smashed his head against the ramp. Gets a pretty nice gash there. Jake Hager, there was some brief interference. He ended up being ejected. Jericho gets Cody in the line tamer. MJF throws in the towel, which ends the match. Jericho wins. Cody supposedly can't challenge for the AEW title again. Uh, MJF is apologizing to Cody, but then he kicks Cody in the balls. John Moxley over Kenny Omega in a in a quote unsanctioned match unquote featured barbed wire, steel chain, screwdriver, abortive mousetraps, some shattered glass, and a bunch of other junk. Uh, they brought out a bed of barbed wire. They both end up in it. Lots of back and forth. Moxley hits the paradigm shift to uh, onto the exposed wood for the win. AEW Dynamite starts with a video package of Kenny Omega with some doctors talking about his injuries from full gear. He's not been cleared to wrestle. However, Moxley is. John Moxley pins Michael Nakazawa after a DDT. Afterwards, Moxley cuts a promo about full gear and how nobody in the AEW wants to get in the ring with him and then issued an open challenge to anyone in the back to step up. Dark Order defeats Jurassic Express after Marco Stunt took the pin again. Dark Order tries to recruit Marco and Jungle Boy and offer them Creeper Mask, but they're not interested. Dark Order ends up beating them down until Luchasaurus saves the day. Uh, Luchasaurus is back. Darby Allen defeated Sean Spears uh, and Peter Avalon in a triple threat match when Darby hit the coffin drop on Avalon. Janela interrupts and attacks Spears. They fought all the way to the back of the arena, leaving Darby and uh, Avalon in the ring. That's when he hits the coffin drop. Uh, gets the win. After the match, Darby Allen accepted John Moxley's challenge. JR later says that that will happen next week. Nyla Rose defeated Danny Jordan after a powerbomb. Tony Schiavone interviews Ali after uh, the match at ringside. The lights go out. Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong come back out. Kong knocks out Allie. Kong and Brandy take some of Allie's hair. So, uh, same as, similar to what they did at uh, Full Gear. Chris Jericho comes out, cuts a promo on how he's defeated everyone that AEW has sent his way, including Cody. Cody's music hits, but it's MJF. MJF says if he hadn't thrown in the towel, Cody's career would be over. He calls Cody the real villain that tried to uh, make him a puppet and never cared about him in the first place. MJF calls himself the new face of AEW. Jericho tries to get MJF to admit that he wants to be in the inner circle. MJF tries to get Jericho to admit that he wants MJF to join the inner circle. They go back and forth. Cody comes out, attacks both of them, and then Wardlow, 6'2", 250, appears and attacks Cody. Uh, Wardlow appears to be aligned with MJF, and I don't think either one of them are in the inner circle. I don't think that would be a good idea. Um... Interesting to see what they're going to do over in uh, MLW because MJF has the faction, the dynasty with uh, Alexander Hammerstone and Richard Holiday. Paxton defeated Hangman Page. He hit the black arrow into a brutalizer. The Young Bucks and uh, Santina and Ortiz brawl back backstage. We get a peek of Orange Cassidy standing in the bathroom. Brawl moves out to the entrance ramp. Matt Jackson goes through the part of the stage. Private Party comes out, stops Santana and Ortiz. Uh, the the Balderbuck, Nick Jackson, 
Uh, side note, if you want to see him in about 40 years, just take a look at Robert Gibson from the Rock and Roll Express. SCU comes out, does their usual worst town ever promo on Nashville. SCU super over right now. Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky with Christopher Daniels defeated Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho with Jake Hager to retain the AEW titles. Uh, Scorpio Sky cradled up and pinned Chris Jericho for the victory. AEW for the seventh week in a row has beat NXT in the ratings. I haven't been near as critical with AEW as I am the WWE. Um, I've given them a pass because they're still fairly new. WWE has had decades to make changes to their product. Uh, AEW has a few tweaks to make. Uh, we're still seeing some timing issues, some botches in the ring uh, amongst the wrestlers and, and several with the referees. People are mad because sometimes JR uh, will mention that in commentary about some of the, the referee mishaps. But you know what? If JR can notice it on TV, then you can notice it too. So why not mention it? Also, on the, the Cody and MJF thing, I probably I would like to have seen them wait just a little bit longer. Let that marinate a little more. Uh, I still, you know, I don't have a problem with the finish. I honestly thought they would utilize the judges since they made that a part of the match. They didn't. Instead, they uh, threw the towel in, kind of like with Owen Hart and Bret Hart back in the day. Don't have a problem with that. Um, you know, they could have still done that, yet drug this out just a little bit longer. Let, Like I said, let it marinate some more. Just spin another log on that fire to build up that feud on down the road. But... Uh, we all knew it was coming, so they gave it to us a little earlier than than I thought uh, we needed to see it, but oh well. Again, AEW, uh, you know, the, the, is the new wearing off? Uh, it's kind of like that. You go to a new restaurant, and, uh, you know, the first month or so, uh, things just aren't right yet, whether it be the service, whether it be the food, uh whether they're so busy that something's just not right. So you got to give them, you know, a couple months before you really start uh, developing an opinion about them. Right now, I still like AEW, but I will say that the new car smell is starting to wear off. Uh, again, week seven on, on TV, and we're still seeing a few things that could be tweaked. But, again, I like it. Uh, I like NWA Power, and I still like WWE and MLW and ROH. Lots of wrestling to watch. Uh, very little time to cover it. But speaking of watching wrestling, MSW, Mid-States Wrestling, this Sunday, November 17th at 5 p.m. at the Relics Event Center in Springfield, Missouri. Doors open at 3 p.m., Get your tickets at mswtickets.com if you want to see some great wrestling and a great show. Be there live Sunday, November 17th at the Relics Event Center in Springfield, Missouri as Mid-States Wrestling presents Super Sunday Slam. It's a triple main event. In main event number one, it's Mr. Saturday Night Michael Berry versus the Russian Wrecking Ball Niklikov. In main event number two, it's Falls Count Anywhere as the Space Cowboy Jason Jones faces the Nomad Nate Winchester with special referee Color Ken News' Jesse Inman. In main event number three, the Mid-States heavyweight champion Gary Roosevelt Graham defends his title against the winner of an elimination match. Plus, the lover boy Matt Riviera goes one-on-one -on -one with John Michael, the connoisseur Niles Plunk, 
takes on the Bad Street Beauty Miranda Gordy. Man versus woman! That's Super Sunday Slam, Sunday, November 17th at the Relics Event Center in Springfield, Missouri. Get your tickets now at Premier Pond, MSWTickets.com, or by phone at 858-848-SLAM. On this card, Mr. Saturday Night Michael Berry versus the Russian Wrecking Ball Meklikov. Mr. Saturday Night and MSW Vet. Meklikov making his MSW debut. What a match that's going to be. The Space Cowboy Jason Jones versus the Nomad Nate Winchester in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Special referee Jesse Inman of CBS affiliate Color 10. I have talked to Jason earlier. He suffered an ankle injury over the weekend uh, during a match in Oklahoma. He could barely get his boots off after the match. His ankle was so swelled up. Going into this match injured, but as always, Space Cowboy is going to give it 110%. I have known Nate Winchester as well for a while. Uh, Winchester's a, a war veteran. He has a background in MMA. He's been putting a lot of time in the gym. A hungry nomad versus an injured Space Cowboy could be bad news for the Space Cowboy. Jason Jones, the Space Cowboy. Hardest working man in professional wrestling today. That's what he would tell you if he were here. I got to meet Jason for the first time back in August at Mid-States Wrestling in Springfield, Missouri. While I was trying to have a conversation with special guest ring announcer Jesse Inman of Color 10, the cowboy proceeded to attack me from behind. After I'd already had a grueling tag team match that night myself. Unprovoked, sticking his nose where it did not belong. Since then, that moment has weighed on my mind. I have been doing my research. Jason Jones is the current reigning and defending Stellar Heavyweight Champion. He's been in the pro wrestling business for over 20 years. Impressive resume by any standard. Come this Sunday, Super Sunday Slam, Jason Jones. You're gonna find yourself staring down the wrong end of a Winchester. Because this time, I'm gonna be locked and loaded and ready to go. And the Falls Count Anywhere match that the fans just wanted to have. Your title's on the line. This Sunday, my plan isn't coming to wrestle. I'm coming looking for a fight. I'm looking for retribution for your unprovoked attack. And when the one, two, three happens, I will be the new Southern Heavyweight Champion, and I will have sent you into retirement. MSW title match, Gary Graham versus the winner of an elimination match. The elimination match, Johnny Lightning versus Jimmy Fiasco. Versus Johnny Dynamite versus the aerial American Alan Jefferson, a crowd favorite in Springfield. Versus Dustin Heritage, a vet that has recently came back looking to make a big impact. This could be his chance to get back on the fast track to the uh, MSW Gold. Loverboy Matt Riviera versus John Michael. Matt Riviera held many titles in the NWA, TCW, CWA. He's feuded with Jerry Lawler and many more. He's looking to uh, avenge a, a loss from MSW. The last time they were in Springfield, 
the Golden Boy Greg Anthony versus the Outlaw Bennett James. Golden Boy has held NWA gold as well. Bennett James is on fire right now. The Connoisseur, Niles Plonkay versus Miranda Gordy. Niles Plonkay also on a roll. Very talented. Tearing up the indie scene. Do not be surprised if you see him on your TVs weekly one day. Versus Miranda Gordy. Wrestling in her DNA, the daughter of WWE Hall of Famer Terry Bam Bam Gordy of the fabulous Freebirds. She has been working hard, getting better and better every match. Uh, intergender match, this uh, this will be a treat, folks. Also going to see Aaron Crane, the Blue Bolt, and more. Boyd Bradford and Casey Gold on commentary. They always do a great job. And, of course, Stephen E., the manager of champions will be in the house. Again, this Sunday, November 17th at 5 p.m. Get your tickets at mswtickets.com. Again, guys, uh, sorry this might be a weird and short episode. Next week, we'll be back better than ever, I promise. Keep tuning in. Listen to us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts. You name it, we're there. Doesn't cost you a penny. But if you don't care, leave us a good review. Leave us a five-star rating. You guys are awesome. Thank you for tuning in to us weekly. And until next time, we're out of here. Goodbye and good night. One, two, three.